Warning, this podcast is rated not safe for work for profanity, sexual innuendo, and general silliness. Hi, witches. Welcome to the Macabre Academy. It's me, Nerdy Witch, aka Steffi, and we are here practicing social distancing. So we've got a Zoom call set up where all of us have recorded from our respective homes. So we're following the order. However, this has afforded us an amazing opportunity because we also are getting video with the audio. So if you guys get on our social media and let us know that you want to see our faces while we're doing the podcast, I can upload a video for Patreons only. Again, on Twitter, we are Macabre Academy. Instagram, The Macabre Academy. You can also email us at themacabacademy at gmail.com. That being said, girls, how are you handling everything? You're good at home? You're, you're, you're ready and set to go? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. So we all have beverages. I have a lovely Moscato wine here. Uh, what, what you drinking, Brandy? Tequila, two different kinds. Moonshine, frozen berries, and mango lemonade. Yum. Mm-hmm. That's what you got. Uh, I'm embarrassed. I just have a fruity, bitchy Mike's hard strawberry lemonade. Yeah, but wouldn't Crowley like approve of the fruity beverage? Quite possibly, but I doubt there's enough liquor in this. <laughs> there's not. <laughs> so speaking of Crowley, it is our uh, monthly look at a Supernatural episode, which means, Dex, this is all you. Take it away. It is. I'm, I'm super excited. I have been waiting for this. Um, to any of our fans or future fans who do not know, I am in love with Supernatural, with, with Supernatural and the Supernatural. Once a month, I will be delving into the lore of Supernatural, which seems very fitting for our show. I decided to start off my monthly episode with the same way that Supernatural started it off of, or started off with, excuse me, and we are going to delve into the lore behind their first episode, which involved the woman in white, or white lady as most cultures know her. So for anyone who does not know about the TV show Supernatural, it's about two brothers, Sam and Dean Winchester, in the very first episode. Just to kind of give you a, a preview, they start the show with Sam and Dean as young kids. Their mother dies horrifically uh, at the hands of a demon, which leads their father into the hunter lifestyle looking for the thing that killed their mother. And he has raised his two boys to do the same. So they jump ahead years later. Sam has left the hunter lifestyle behind and is away at college. Dean shows up one night because their father went on a hunting trip and hasn't been home in a few days. So Dean convinces his brother Sam to come with him to help find their father. They decide that they are going to pick up where their father left off on his last case because he, Dean has a voicemail from their father and on the voicemail, they hear EVP. The EVP is of a woman's voice saying, I can never go home. Their trek for their father leads them to Jericho, California, where 
the most recent victim in a string of men disappearing all on the same five-mile stretch of highway has occurred. And the most recent victim's car is found abandoned on a bridge with blood. And after discovering who the victim's girlfriend is, Sam and Dean go to talk to the girlfriend to try and find out anything she might know. In doing so, they hear of a local legend involving a woman in white. And so Sam and Dean see if there's any truth behind this and discover that in 1981, Constance Welsh committed suicide after her two children drowned in the bathtub. This happens to be the same bridge that the most recent victim's car was found on. No. So, just Brandy, no. what is your lip doing? You just, look like a fish. <laughs> no. No, we don't follow EVPs. We don't go searching for ghosts. Just no. It's not Brandy, good. you fuck with a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, and I've learned my lesson, okay? We don't do it. It's not good. Because now a bitch named Amanda is mad at you. <laughs> Listen, I keep seeing shit out of the corner of my eye, so, like, it's fine. Just keep going. So Sam and Dean realized that their their father had figured out that it was a woman in white, and cops figure out that they're fake detectives. <laughs> um, so Dean gets taken into jail, and Sam continues on his search and decides to go talk to Constance's late husband, and has figured out that Constance's husband was unfaithful to her, which, in her rage, led her to murder her children and then commit suicide. I knew it. Because of what she had done to her children. So Sam decides to go to Constance's house where her body is buried to attempt to salt and burn her bones in order to put her spirit to rest. While he is driving there, Constance decides to hitch a ride. (laughs) Yeah. They get to her house and Constance's spirit attempts to seduce Sam into being unfaithful to his girlfriend, which he won't do. And so in a last stitch effort. Wait, wait, wouldn't we all try to seduce one of the boys, the Winchester boys at some point? I think. I mean, it's one of the few times I'd have an orgy. Both of them at the same time. Like, let's be honest. Like, I would fuck 90% of that cast. (laughs) Yeah. I would fuck all of them. Wait, Mary, Mary, murder, kill. I feel like this is an opportunity. (laughs) Or whatever it is. What is it? No, I think that I I don't know. I think it is. Wait, can I kill their dad? No. Hey, I listen. I love John Winchester. That's a sexy dilf. Listen, I do too, but I love the sons more. Right? Like, listen, I'm at that age where I could fuck you or your daddy. Right. But, like, could I fuck those two? (laughs) I'm not at that age, and I don't think I'll ever make it to that age. But, like, I'll kill their dad. Fuck Dean. Marry Sam. There's, there's, no, there's a lot of people on that show I'd kill. Zachariah. He was definitely one of them. But anyways. Ooh, no, can I kill the bitch queen of hell? No! Which one? I don't care any of them. I'm the queen of hell. You all have to die. Okay, so Rowena wasn't the queen of hell. She was just mother to the king of hell. 
And if you're talking about, um, oh, I want to be the queen. Rowena's hot. I I would do What's Rowena. Her name? Can I pick her? That's fair, but I want to be queen. I can't remember the other one's name. That's so embarrassing. I'm queen. It doesn't matter. Bow down. <laughs> so does so she does not sexfully sex sex Sam successfully, right? No, she she does not because in a last ditch effort, Sam just drives the Impala into her house and is like. I'm taking you home. Because <laughs> he's a gangster like that. <laughs> That's why I would marry him. Um, so upon entering her house, Constant Spirit comes to face to face with the, the spirit of her children she murdered. Damn. And her spirit is destroyed. I'm not going to say it passed on because they didn't really say. It just kind of freaked out and melted into the floor. Oh, yeah. She went to hell. So she was basically like terrified to go home because she murdered her children and she couldn't face what she had done. Because she's a piece of shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're going to kill your children all because your husband cheated on you. Yeah, your children didn't do that. Your husband's right? a piece of shit. You murder him, not the kids. I feel like I saw a Discovery ID special where a woman drowned her children like that. Uh, deadly women. Oh, yeah. And like the bathtub. Oh, yeah. Like, it's I feel happened. like women snap. And I'm like, no, no, no. Probably. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, a timeless tale of women drowning their own children. Which, like, blows my mind. Like, how do you hold a child underwater? Easily. And, like, just let them die? Because you're a monster. <laughs> monster. Okay, Justine, you're a monster. Thank you, you solved <laughs> She's problems. a sociopath, don't you remember? Listen, I mean, no, seriously, think I'm about it. I'm questioning it, and Justine goes, easy. It is a lot easier to hold a young helpless child underwater than a full-grown capable adult (laughs) i'm just saying okay if you're looking at it that way fine but like how morally are you like i'm just gonna murder this child it's fine like they don't care this child doesn't care no one cares it's fine it's just a baby i'd like to point out that i'm the only mother i mean all i'm gonna all i'm gonna say is i understand why some animals in the wild eat their young maybe no i'm not going there there's a reason I'm not a parent. I could not handle it. Would you murder your young? Probably not. <laughs> Justine, you had to think about it. Justine! Listen, I'm not in a position to answer that. Exactly. You had to think about it. Justine! <laughs> no! We do not murder kids! Listen, I would never murder a child. You guys are scaring me just a little bit. Just... Just a little. Oh, I just, I love, uh, oh no, no, like, I love setting Brandy up for that kind of shit. (laughs) Like, no! For her to question me as a person, it's beautiful, I love doing it. (laughs) We don't murder kids! That way you never know what I'm telling the truth or not. (laughs) Justine! No, I would not kill children. Teenagers? (sighs) No. I would kill teenagers. No. They might deserve it. Like 18, 19, you deserve that shit. I mean, it depends on what they did. If you did some bad shit, like, mm, you probably Anyways. deserve it. If I'm willing to murder you, you deserve <laughs> it. Go ahead. All right. So there are urban legends of the woman in white or white lady. And throughout all these urban legends I found in origins in history, they are typically referred to as white lady supernatural just happened to call them woman and white so if you hear me primarily say white lady 
that's because that is what they are historically called. I personally prefer woman in white. I think it sounds classier. White ladies kind of sounds like the off-brand of the pink ladies from Greece. I mean, it sounds more like... <laughs> they went through the bleach cycle. <laughs> Me saying white lady is more like, look at that white lady over there. <laughs> Why is that me? Because <laughs> I could see you doing that. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, um, urban legends of the white lady can be found all throughout the world. Um, and while every culture story is going to have different details, the creation of the white lady spirit is almost always the same. White lady spirits are always female ghosts, typically clad in white, a white dress, white veil, some form of white clothing. They have to die in that? Not necessarily. I want to say not necessarily, okay. but I'm not 100% certain. Question mark. Did you, okay. um, did you go into like the research for the paranormal as to why ghosts appear white? No. Because it's creepier. <laughs> No, um, but I do go into how how white lady spirit apparitions come to be. Well, there's like there's some theories in the paranormal circles because I've I've done the ghost hunt a few times, but like I guess it's harder to manifest colors um, when you're working with energy waves or something. So it's it's very common for ghosts to appear pale because just being there is hard as it is. So it's very common to see an apparition in, in white, like even like monks or priests that there's like ghost photos of them in churches, even though you know that their garb is black, it's depicted oh. as white. So it's very, it's very common in the spirit world. Uh, I, I don't have all of the science, but it has to, you know, yeah, science, science. Um, for that one. But that, that would be an interesting episode on the, the science of ghosts. Hell yeah. Can we go ghost hunting? Actually, I um, you know, while while we're here, we have an opportunity where we might be able to do a podcast at Hillview Manor, which is in a abandoned insane asylum in July if COVID is lifted, the restrictions. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Will they haunt me, do you think? Depends on if you piss them off. Well, no, certain energies... You think I'll piss them off? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, some energies <laughs> can't attach themselves to you if you don't ward properly going in there, but you have to be, like, a sensitive for that to happen. I know I'm I get haunted. ghost sick if I ghost hunt. It's, a, it's an actual thing. Like, even Native Americans have, like, a cure for the ghost sick. But basically being around ghosts, if you're sensitive, can be very draining. And it's almost like having the flu. Like all of a sudden you walk out of there and you're tired as fuck. You're, you're fatigued. <laughs> oh, I'm so in. Oh, it's bad. Ghost sick is like, bad. I mean, like I'm mm. in, but ghosts like me. <laughs> like I'm scared, but I'm in. And I'm also a little bitch. So like I won't go first or last. I have to be in the middle. It, it'll be fine. I'll bring the salt. So what's like, what's the likelihood of running into a lady in white? So like, I, I do want to know how they're, they're made. I, I was going to say, I will get into that. Cause like I said, I've, I've got a lot here. Um, origins, urban legends, connections to pop culture. Like it, this is going to be awesome. The way in which this gets wrapped around and just, you'll see, it's, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited about this. Is it, is it a mind fuck? A little bit. Oh, I'm so ready for that. Let's go. 
Okay, so um, white ladies, uh, females clad in white and are usually associated with a local tragedy, and they are usually vengeful spirits. So for anyone who does not know how a vengeful spirit is created, they are typically the result of some sort of horrific death. In the case of white ladies, it's going to be a death in the form of suicide, murder, and can result in the loss of children or being scorned by a lover. So it's going to be a woman that died before she was married and is searching for her lost love. Someone who was murdered by their husband, somebody who was betrayed by their husband, somebody who committed suicide after killing their children, something along those lines. They show this in Supernatural with Constance death, how her husband cheated on her, she became angry, killed her children, then committed suicide, and dying that way brought about her as a vengeful spirit. So white ladies typically wander the earth either seeking their lost children, lost loves, or possibly seeking vengeance. It depends on the story, which you will see as we get into that. So in a delightful but aggravating article about the origins of white lady spirits that I found on ancientorigins.net, wonderful site did not like the fact that I would have had to pay to read the whole article. So I didn't. Ellen Devera and Carissa M. Lucy, who wrote Ballet Drive, White Lady Haunted Houses and Other Myths, claim that sources have said the origins of the white lady tales is a combination of a story manufactured by a reporter in the 1950s and pieces of multiple stories from the area. However, white lady spirits have been prominent figures in history for hundreds of years. In Berlin, Germany, in 1625, a white lady spirit was first reported being seen at the city palace. The spirit was linked to several historical figures, including Kunigunda of Orlamunde and Bertha of Rosenberg from Bohemia. I told you this. I love how Bertha was the easy word to roll out. Yeah, yeah, Bertha. (laughs) Fun fact. One of my dinosaurs in my living in my dining room is named Bertha. That doesn't surprise me somehow. Do you want to fight? The other one's name is Gertrude. Still not a surprise. <laughs> Wait, in the last episode, you got on me because I said Gertrude was a preferred name for Anthony Sowell's mother, and you were like, "Who would name I something did. Gertrude?" Your and then when you said it, I was like, "Oh, a dinosaur, Gertrude," because they're ancient, and that's an ancient <laughs> person's name. Okay. <laughs> No, they're dead. I, I love your train of reasoning, Brandy. You're welcome. She's like, who would name something Gertrude? Oh, wait. <laughs> I got an idea. I was like, wait, they're ancient. It's perfect. So listen, it's fine. So Kunagunda murdered her two young children, believing they stood in the way of her marriage to Albert Nuremberg. And Bertha was a widow who was overthrown by the heathen. Albert. A good one. Perchta. Spell that. Wait. Per- Perchta? Yeah. P-E-R-C-H-T-A. Perchta. T-A. Oh, okay. 
What if it's like what if it's like French where like the last vowel doesn't matter? I don't know. Oh, so it's like perks. Yeah. Like what if it's like Again, that? this is like I am going to be saying a lot of words from different cultures. I'm sorry that I'm gonna fuck them up. <laughs> Welcome to the Pittsburgh accent. I'm trying. We're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. So, like I said, like legends of the of this woman in white or white lady can be found throughout the world. In Brazil, they are known as the Dama Branca or Mulher de Branco in Portuguese. In the Philippines, they're known as Capers. Wait, Cap- Caparosa. Thailand, they are the Deo or Duan. And in Eastern Russia, they are maidens of the Yule. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. It's fancy. Um, stories of a white lady can also be found in Canada, Czech Republic, Estonia, Hungary, Ireland, Malta, Philippines, and England. They're everywhere. Throughout these countries, tales of white lady spirits stick close to the details we discussed earlier. The vengeful spirit, lost love, missing children, typically a ghost. However, there are some stories of white ladies from cultures where doesn't really follow that. For instance, in the Netherlands, and this is the one that's going to get real fun. Oh, good. I like this. In eastern and northern parts, white ladies are called vruin or wit. It's, it's literally W-I-T. Wait, what country is that from? Netherlands. <laughs> what if it's like a German pronunciation where W's are wit? That's what I'm thinking. I think it's like Witwiven. That that sounds. I don't know how to say V in German. Yeah, it's Witwiven. That sounds better. That, that sounds that sounds normal. That sounds proper, I guess. Um, they are also referred to, or they are sometimes referred to as Witjoffers or white maidens. These white ladies. Wait, would it be like a Yoffer? That's possible. If there is anybody that speaks whatever language people from the Netherlands speak, please correct me. Please let me know. I'm very interested, and I'm sorry I'm hacking your language. We're sorry. We're straight trash. Well, we also like to afford our listeners the opportunity to send in corrections. Remember, if you're a Patreon and you send in a correction for an episode and you're the first person, you earn points for your house. So you can email us those. If you're feeling sassy. Um, These white ladies, however, follow more mythological characteristics rather than vengeful spirits. They are associated with witches and or ghosts and share similarities with banshees, fairies, and elves. These white Fairies? Yeah, fairies. That makes me happy. These white ladies can be both benevolent and malevolent in nature. As benevolent beings, they are capable of helping in childbirth as well as giving advice. As malevolent beings, they abduct women, abduct or switch newborns, and punish people who have treated them badly. I don't know if that's them as in the apparitions themselves or them as in the women and children. I tried to look. It didn't say. Oh, I want to be a white lady. I would come after someone like that. Like, I would haunt you when I'm dead if you fucked with my life or, like, my family or anything. Or, like, children? No, you're dead. Bye-bye. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, there's there's other lore of children getting swapped. I think this is, like, a, a maternal deep-seated fear. 
because like if you saw the remake of uh hellboy with the actor who the hot cop uh, from or supposed yes. hot sheriff yeah. oh yeah well wasn't there just like that little pig goblin that swapped baby places because the fairies were like okay we're gonna take the human baby and you take the baby's place some of us haven't seen the new hellboy oh Okay, I'm not going to ruin the whole plot, but it's so good because the fairies decide they want this one baby. They send this little pig golem thing in its place to pretend to be the baby. And the women ask the the secret society to uh, determine if their baby is still their baby because it doesn't seem like their baby. And it turns out it's this pig thing. And then when they dispel him and get the baby back, he sets out on a vengeance thing against Hellboy. And it's part of the plot for the movie. It's so good. So we'll get into it in another episode, but that's also kind of how changelings act on an episode of Supernatural. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I've never seen Hellboy. Oh my God, Brandy. There's a lot of movies I got to catch you and and Dexter up on because I'm a movie-holic. Okay. Here's what we're just going to have to do after this social distancing is over. We'll just go on a week vacation where we just sit around getting drunk watching movies, like, at a cabin somewhere. I'm in. So, like, instead of porn and chicken, it's wine and movies? Yes. Porn and chicken? You never seen that? No, you never saw that movie. You're too young. Look it up. What is it? It's a comedy of these college people who get together um, in Wally College Antics, and they have a weekly or, or something party where they eat fried chicken and critique porn. And then they decide they oh. can film their own porn. And it's hilarious. It's so oh, funny. Oh, wait. Is that someone and someone make a porno? No, no. that is not Zach and Mary make a porno. That's the movie I was thinking. Someone and someone make a porno. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. So here, here is a fun, interesting little language lesson. Um, so vit means white. But may originally refer to the Germanic word vid. Vid is related to the English words wit and wise, so may be better understood as wise woman. Yeah. Women. Well, I like that. As they are known in Germany, where they are connected to to the German, neither one of you can laugh at this word. Volva. (laughs) Not the female part. It's literally V-O-L-V-A. So it's like a Volvo. No, you said it right. I think you said it right because, like, I I took German, Expression, Ambition Deutsch, Ambition. I should ask my friend Mimi, who's fluent in like three languages, for the correction on that that word. But and I I absolutely love this. Volva stands. That's kind of sexy. Say it again. <laughs> Volva <laughs> means either serious. Wait, seriouses prophetess or wand bearer so they're like oracle type like a penis they're seers yeah they're they're seers they're 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 uh that's not what i was saying profiters uh wand bearers witches bitches i took that the wrong way i'm sorry yeah i know i heard you say something about a penis
Oh my God, you guys, life has changed drastically for all of us. Everyone's stuck inside, many with kids or pet underfoot, and the uncertainty of each and every day can cause stress beyond reason. So let's take some time to be kind and treat yourself, especially to some happy adult fun time. If you're looking for a book that draws you in and gets your blood stirring, I would like to call your attention to Strands of Solace, Rewoven by Cheryl Sukachek. For all of you nerdy witches out there, this story unfolds with the classic feel of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, an epic quest to recover a magic sword in a vibrant new world brought to you by a truly gifted author. Enjoy memorable characters with complex relationships and some scorching scenes that make it an adult playground. You might need to take a shower to cool down, or can you take the heat? Find this sultry tale only on Amazon and Amazon Kindle now. I love how our lenses are so different because I'm coming, I'm like, I'm I'm the old lady. So I'm like, oh, religion, spirituality, oracles, and you're like, penis. (laughs) because <laughs> brandy's the youngin <laughs> i am so <laughs> penis so so if- <laughs> oh my god sound sound maiden please keep that in there please please keep um <laughs> So if, if my butchering uh, of the the language spoke in the Netherlands was not bad enough, the white lady is a common appearance in Celtic mythology of Wales. Oh my god, Welsh is a different lang- difficult language and I'm Welsh. Wait, you're <laughs> how do you how do you know that you're Welsh? Um so I actually know fairly proof positive that I'm Welsh, Irish, Scottish, German, and French. And you're butchering these things. Yeah. Did you do like an ancestry thing? So I know a mixture of ways. So I do actually know a little bit of my my grandparents on my mother's side history. My mother's maiden name is Schnitgen. That's very German. That's a fantastic maiden name. Das ist Deutsch. So here's here's the fun thing. I even know what the original off the boat spelling was. It was actually Schnutgen, S C H N U with the umlaut T G E N, and they came from Elsass Lorraine in Germany. And my grandmother's maiden name was Freilich, which is I'm pretty certain French. Could be German, I mean, that's probably fair. French. Is that the grandma with the the butterfly? Yes. Uh, cl- Yes. I, our, our, our listeners don't know, but Dexter and her apartment has this like beautiful collection of taxidermy butterflies from her grandmother. And they are just stunning. We should put those on the Instagram because they're just so pretty. I love butterflies. I want a moth. I have a butterfly tattoo. So do I, because my, my grandfather kind of taught me what, or my grandmother kind of taught me what her father taught her, which is how to properly pin butterflies for taxidermy. That's funny. Yins are both butterflies and I'm the moth. 
butterfly slash dragonflies. That's fair. Moths are gross. Moths are not gross. Do you know? They scare me. Well, moths. Everything scares are, you. They scare me. I can tell you haven't looked at my titties then because I have a moth right above my bosom. It's it's right here. I mean, you don't really give me that much of an option to. I have not looked at your titties. I'll look at your titties next time I see you. I am I am a prude. I'm very modest. Right? Like now I have to look at your titties. At work. I wear a bosom shirt on on Thursday when we go into the box store so you can get a good in person. (laughs) Be like, Brandy, look at my boobs. Um, okay, so I'll do it. Yes, women in white, do it. So known as Y Ladi Wen, it's Y space. Just just a Y. L-A-D-I space W-E-N, which means the white lady or the Dennis Moon Gwyn celtic um which means woman in white this white lady is common of kalan gif please if anyone speaks gaelic fix this for me which means welsh halloween basically to sum up with white ladies in wales they are typically evoked at Welsh Halloween to warn children of bad behavior. So Did inv- you say invoked? Evoked. That's what the thingy said, evoked. Mm-hmm. We should do that at Halloween. How? What do we do? Get your Ouija board. I'm so in. Anyway. Ooh, I'm not allowed that in my apartment. I was told <laughs> by my new roommate. So throughout the United States, um, many of the states also have their own local legends of white ladies. Guess where ours is? Pittsburgh? Altoona. So we're going to Altoona? No. We can go to Altoona. I'm not going to Altoona. It's not that far. Why? <laughs> it's nowhere. There's a story there. All right, here. let's hear the story. Oh. Maybe you can convince me to go to Altoona. Okay, so... In Altoona, there is a local legend of a white lady known as the White Lady of Wapsie. Wapsie. Yeah. That's a good name. We gotta go for Wapsie. uh, This is in the western part of Altoona. Her ghost is said to haunt the Wapsinanok Mountain and Buckhorn Mountain. Okay, can we just go to that mountain, though? Why can I say Native American words? Wapsanonok? Yeah. We're going. Um, it sounds made up. Uh, uh, th- okay. So legend has uh, it that this white lady of Wapsie died when her and her husband had an ill-fated crash over what's known as Devil's Elbow. Now she can be seen on foggy nights searching for her husband. If picked up as a hitchhiker, you cannot see her reflection in the rearview mirror. And she always disappears around Devil's Elbow. Question. Didn't they have that kind of in Supernatural, though? Like, she disappeared out of the car at one point? Yeah, when she made them crash. I think she did that a couple times. Why are we picking up hitchhikers? We don't do that. That's murder. We don't do that. 
Unless you're Dahmer, though. You do that on purpose. I was going to say, I mean, like the three of us know not to do that. Don't pick up hitchhikers. Don't meet people in strange areas. You might die. So one of the more well-known legends of a white lady is the Mexican folktale of La Lorena. I know that. I was going to say, anybody know that? Anyone know that one? I know that one. I do not. Fill me in. All right. So the legend goes that in a rural Mexican town lived a beautiful young woman named Maria. Maria came from a poor family, but was well known in her town for her beauty. One day, a wealthy nobleman rode through Maria's village. Mesmerized by her beauty, the nobleman knew he had to win Maria's heart. Maria was easily charmed by the nobleman and immediately accepted his marriage proposal. The two were married, and Maria gave birth to two sons. Maria's husband was regularly away from his family traveling. As time went on, Maria's husband stopped paying attention to her, and she could tell he was falling out of love with her as she aged. One day, her husband returned with a younger woman and bid his children farewell, all while ignoring Maria. In a blind rage from having been tossed aside by her husband, Maria took her children to a river and drowned them. Realizing what she had done, Maria searched the riverbank for her children, but the river had swept them away. Days later, Maria's husband returned, asking about the children. Weeping, Maria told her husband what she had done. Furious, her husband said she could not be with him until she finds their children. Maria now spends eternity searching for her lost children as she is always heard weeping for her children. She earned the name La Lorena, meaning the weeping woman. La Lorena is known for kidnapping wandering children, mistaking them for her own. She begs the heavens for forgiveness and drowns the kidnapped children. La Lorena appears in the late evening or at night by rivers or lakes wearing a white gown and veil. According to people who claim to have seen her, some believe that if you hear the wails of La Lorena, you become marked for death or misfortune, similar to the Gaelic Banshee legend. Among her wells, she is noted as saying, Ay, mijos, which translate to, Oh, my children, or Oh, my sons. She also cries, Donde están mijos, which translates to, Where are my sons? Told you the the speech was going to get better. Proud of you. She scrapes the bottom of rivers and lakes searching for her sons. And and it is said, if you hear La Lorena nearby, she is far away. And if you hear her far away, she's nearby. So La Lorena can be connected to the Sihuacatl of Aztec mythology, as well as Eve and Lilith of Old World mythology. Elements of the story can also be traced back to a German folktale dating from 1846. So, La Lorena can be found throughout pop culture, most notably in uh, 2019's The Curse of La Lorena which was produced by James Wan, who did the Saw trilogy. Well, however many there are. He's the reason we have the Saw movies. Furious 7 and Aquaman. Gary Doberman, who did It Chapters 1 and 2. And Amelia Gladstone. And 
2019's The Curse of La Lorena is actually the sixth installment in the Conjuring universe, which both James Wan and Gary Dauberman worked on some or all of the movies in that universe. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I love the Conjuring universe. Uh, see, I, I knew that James Wan had done the Saw movies because the first Saw movie was him and the guy who directed the first Saw movie. It was something they had written together right after they graduated film school in Australia. I think it was Australia. So, if any of the tale of La Lorena seemed familiar, it is also said that it is because it is the information for Supernatural's Woman in White episode. Full 360. Proud of you. Some other well-known examples of white ladies in pop culture include Takashi Shimu... Shimi, I'm not even going to try. Spell it. The Grudge. The Grudge. Ooh, no. No. That sound... Uh, I can't. It makes me want to die. Um. So in that, uh, Kyoka... Kayoka's spirit appears as a woman in white, and the white lady is, strangely enough, also featured in Scary Movie 2, where it is actually more parodied, since that's a parody. I decided to add this in just because I thought it was hilarious. So in Scary Movie 2, she is the wife of Hugh Kane. Um, Hugh Kane is from The Haunting and The Haunting of Hill House, and... After she is murdered, she haunts the house where or haunts the mansion along with her husband, Hugh Kane. In Scary Movie 2, she kills Professor Oldman, who's played by Tim Carey, but in a comic twist is, is seduced by Shorty, who is played by Marlon Wayans and ends up as his girlfriend. I thought it was funny that they, they parodied that little twist about her story. And that's all I got for you guys. So, like, why are, like, the women in white? When I picture her, I picture a pale-ass bitch like me in a white wedding dress with, like, pitch black hair. Why always black hair? Why always scary black long hair? Does it just make it scarier? Or does it, like, like, why? I don't know, since none of them in, like, I feel like artistically it probably just makes them look scarier but i don't know if actually seeing a woman in white if they just always have black hair or if because like steph said it's easier to produce the color white than other colors maybe they just don't give themselves white hair and they're trying to give themselves black hair you can't so you just see through them and it's night it so it looks black i'm not really sure Okay. Because, like, now, like, because of my childhood watching scary movies, because what else do you do when you're five and home alone? Women with, like... I mean, I watch them with my parents. Nah, my dad tortured us with them. So, like, long black hair just, like, scares the shit out of you. Chucky, fuck that shit. But, like, women with long black hair just scare me. So I scare you. I mean, sometimes. You just said you would murder children (laughs) in the beginning of this episode. So now you scare me. Well, I did, but... (laughs) It was mostly to see your reaction. Okay, so, like, if if you go on the science of ghosts a little bit, right, 
there's like a like at night you're sleep deprived, so your brain might be mm-hmm. closer to like hallucinations. I mean, I'm reaching here. I'm I'm reaching, but I know scientifically speaking, you don't dream in color. Really? Um, yeah. So when you you see them, if it's like some sort of a receptive sleep state, you might not be perceiving the color like you would with a normal dream. Like that's like theory one. Okay. But if you see colors in a dream, it's a big deal because like 90% of a dream is in black and white. I don't remember any of my dreams. Oh yeah. You said that in a previous episode. But now I'm like thinking and I'm like, no, I don't remember any of my dreams. I feel like every once in a while I dream in color. I feel like you're just weird. Yeah. It's significant if you do. In what way is it significant if you do? Maybe you're just like Houdini or something. I don't know. Because 90% of the dreams I have that are in color involve zombies. Oh, you're going to die. Now I'm curious. <laughs> zombies are going to kill you is what your dreams are telling you. That's the way you die. I mean, I don't think so. Because like, I'm never scared of zombies. Except for the dream where I'm either trapped in the car with my brother... Or my dog I had, and they turn into a zombie, and I have to kill them because I can't get out of the car. So it's either let them eat me or kill zombie family. And those are the only ones that terrify me. So, like, can I tell you I'd be a bomb-ass zombie? Because, like, I'm really good at biting people. (laughs) So, like, listen. I literally don't have a reaction to that. (laughs) I'm glad, because you never don't have a reaction. So, like, when Ryan and I get in a fight, like, I'll try to, like, punch him, and, like, it doesn't hurt, because fuck you. So, like, I've given up on, like, all forms of pain to, like, piss him off. So now I just sit there and I bite him, and I've given him, like, baseball-sized bruises because fuck you. So I feel like this is a good opportunity to see Dexter if you have a <laughs> yes, phobia. actually. This week. <laughs> and I, I picked... No, what else to say about that? I picked... I picked a fun one this week. So I decided to to pick a phobia that kind of fits with the story. And while there were several I could have chosen from, I feel like the absolute best for this one was going to be gynophobia, which is the fear of women. Oh, that's fantastic. I thought it was the fear of vaginas for a second. And I was like, I might have that. <laughs> but gynecology is the study of women parts. I mean, yeah, but, like, that's why I was like, oh, gynecology, vagina, maybe I'm afraid of my vaginas. That might be my problem. So so here's a funny little, like, info tidbit they had underneath of the definition. Okay. Gynophobia may occur if you have unresolved mother issues. Oh, damn. Maybe I have unresolved mother issues and need therapy. Is that why you're afraid of your vagina? Um, no. So, like, have you ever seen the movie Teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why. I don't care what that has to do with anything, but that's hilarious. That movie was a freaking travesty. So, like, wait. <laughs> I saw that very young. I was, like, way too fucking young. And for a while, I thought all vaginas had teeth and, like, that it was just going to eat someone. And I was terrified. <laughs> I mean, if it if it makes you, I had a lot you? of unsupervised time while my dad was babysitting, and my older sister was not a good influence. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I had a pretty jacked up childhood too because my my father did not care if I 
watched horror movies or listened to Howard Stern on the way to Catholic school. Ooh. It surprises me that you went to Catholic school. My grandparents made me do it. I mean, I'm just saying. For nine years. Actually, knowing her, we've we brought this up. No, well, no, we brought this up before because I'm a I'm a former Catholic school girl too. I think it elicits a certain level of rebellion. I mean, that's fair, but like, I just don't picture either of you as Catholic school girls. Well, I was a Polish debutante. I am pretty certain that I am the first girl at my Catholic school to dress goth. Wait, do you have pictures from when you were a debutante? Do you still have a ball gown? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Yeah, I had a ball gown and everything. My my aunt is uh hoity toity society and she decided to sign us up as a as a uh as a sleazak you know because they we owned lincoln bakery in pittsburgh and we were part of that that family that was my grandfather and because she was so well to do she lives in like a, a half million dollar house next to like the ladies on wq or the, the news katie kdk news um i say okay so up near millville yeah so like no 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 uh the lady who's on the news is her neighbor. Okay. Um, and they live in off of Evergreen Road. I'm not going to get more specific than that. But because my... I know where it's at. Yeah, my aunt has money. And so she convinced my mom that that would set me straight. So we had to learn how to waltz to Polish music and stuff. And I happened to date a guy at the time who was a swing dancer. So he was my partner. So we not only did the Polish debutante, like proper waltzing, but then when they played Mambo number five, we did a full blown jitterbug where he was flipping and twirling me and shit. It was so much fun. And so can we dress up in ball gowns together and just watch movies? Awesome. I just want a reason to buy a ball gown. This, you know, this might be a good opportunity to kind of wrap this episode up on a non-offensive dare. Okay, my darling witches, it's time for your weekly non-offensive dare. You must be a Patreon to participate so you can earn points for your house. Each month, the house with the most points gets to vote on weekly non-offensive dares, topics of future episodes, and so much more. Each week, Once you've gotten your dare, you must safely and creatively complete a post on social media so that we can see that you've done the task. You can tag us at Twitter at Macabre Academy, or you can tag us on Instagram at The Macabre Academy, and you must include a hashtag with your house name to obtain the points. The world is a fucked up place. These dares are designed to bring silliness and random acts of kindness into the world. You must safely complete your dare. If you are unsafe, your points will not be counted. You can also earn additional points for your house by being the first to submit episode corrections to us at the Macabre Academy at gmail.com. Also, if we use your ideas or stories in a future episode, more points may be awarded. Let's return to the podcast to see what your weekly non-offensive dare will be. So I need a random number between 1 and 100. Brandy, why don't you give me one? 22. 22. <laughs> You're going to love this. Oh God. Okay. Is it dress up in ball gowns? Because I'm in. 
No, this is kind of more of a Howard Stern moment. It is, uh, I, uh, we dare our Patreons to stop, drop, and rock and roll. Ooh. I want to see social media posts. Nobody did the T-Rex thing yet. I, I need to see someone stop, drop, and roll. Rock and roll. Like, I need to see it. Wait, can I do that as a T-Rex? No pornographic material. Justine, only you. No, I actually had a better idea for that. We gotta start doing these dares on our uh, on our social media ourselves. What is it for? What for, for this? I had no, I'm not telling you. I had a better idea for this challenge than pornographic photos. <laughs> All right, then you gotta put it up on Instagram. You gotta You're do it. You gotta do put it. it on the social medias. You won't. I will. You won't. All right. So, what did we what did we learn this episode? I feel like uh, women like to drown their kids, and that's not cool. And that Justine can't speak other languages other than Spanish. I would love to see you try brandy. <laughs> on on that note, I feel like this is a seller like Alfieder Zane moment. Um, I I do like want to sh- uh, let our audience know. Um, uh, any of those of you that are a fan of Supernatural, if there is um, I'm going to hopefully cover most of, of uh, the things they show in the show. I don't know exactly how in-depth I'm going to go with it or not, if I'm going to choose specific angels and demons to look at or just demons as a whole. I'm not really sure yet. But if there are any fan favorites that you guys would like me to look at, touch on, things like that, I will do. As long as they are people that I can actually investigate because i know there are plenty of people that show up on the show that are just completely show made up i am sorry i cannot delve into them ironically i have a few supernatural surprises on our next episode for shadow people yeah shadow people scare me Mm -hmm. everything scares you they scare me too i haven't slept in weeks i need lights on now it's fucked Shut the fuck up, Justine. There are shadow people everywhere, and I don't play that game, okay? Because they can disappear and kill you in the shadows. They, no, they can't. Okay, so you need this episode. They'll kill you. No, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta educate you. They're gonna kill me. Everything kill. Everything can kill her. Shut the fuck up, Justine. True. My one cat wants to kill me, so the other one will eat me. Okay, just let it be. Okay, ladies. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up, and then we're gonna hang tight for another week, and we'll go into the shadow people because I'm sure Brandy has some great, great commentary for us. On oh yeah, episode. she usually does. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Justine. Okay, take care, witches. Be kind to one another, and have a great week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Nerdy Witch in partnership with Sound Maiden. We want to thank all of our wonderful Patreons. For updates, please follow the Macabre Academy on Facebook. Remember to like, share, and listen exclusively on Buzzsprout. Soon, we'll be available wherever you listen to podcasts.